Hello and welcome to episode 21 of the Vera Shafiq podcast, real and relevant discussions on business, marketing, technology, and digital. I'm your host, Vera Shafiq, and I talk to people in business and marketing who care about doing marketing the right way and want to be proud of the work they do. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and review, and I hope you enjoy the show. And talking of doing marketing the right way, are you a digital marketer looking to sharpen the saw when it comes to your professional skills? In that case, I highly recommend the University of Florida Digital Marketing Certification. I'm honored to be a member of the steering committee for this program, which has been developed for marketing professionals of all levels and teaches you how to apply principles and techniques that drive success in marketing in the digital age. In this course, you'll get to solve real-world challenges and use practices developed by top companies, while digital marketing experts and professional instructors guide you through every step. Visit the link in the show notes for more info. And now let's dive into this week's episode. Well, hello, what's going on? Today, I want to talk about focusing on conversions over clicks. So uh, here's a stat for you. 80% of people who click through to a website are not ready to convert during that visit. But that means that 20% of them are. But is this reflected in the conversion rate on the average website? Absolutely not. So the average conversion rate of a website is about 4%. So why are we not able to convert that 20% of people that are ready to convert once they click through to a website? Well, the answer lies in the focus of many marketers. And what we tend to do is focus a lot of effort and time on the pre-click experience, creating personalized ads aimed at different target audiences and avatars. But then we're sending them to generic homepages or landing pages that are far from personalized and are actually disconnected from the initial ad experience. So what do we need to do about this and why is it so important? Well, Let's talk about the return on investment of tailoring a personalized post-click experience. It's, it's a no-brainer. When we personalize the post-click experience, and that's to say when we do conversion rate optimization on the landing page or website to which we are driving traffic, there is a higher likelihood of visitors to convert. There is more trust and affinity of those visitors who aren't going to convert during that visit to come back and convert at a later point. Not only that, but you are going to get better quality scores from platforms like Google and Facebook because of the enhanced conversion data driven by the higher quality post-click experience. So we all know that the advertising platforms judge us not only on our ads and our click-through rate, but also on the post-click experience. And so it means that we really need to focus our efforts on keeping people on our landing pages once they click through. And of course, if we have a great post-click experience, we're going to see immediately decreased bounce rates, which again contribute to better quality scores. So that's one thing that we tend to overlook um, as marketers is the quality score. 
Poor quality scores can cost us big money. They can cost us up to 400% in media costs. So we could be paying four times more for the media that we are targeting just because our quality scores are poor. And by having a great quality score, we can save up to 50% on our media cost. So how do we go about making sure that the post-click experience is in fact a really great one and something that's going to help to drive up our conversion rates? Well, here are some questions that you can ask yourself when you're crafting your ad messaging and your creative. First of all, what story do we tell in the ad and then through to the landing page? Secondly, what value or benefit do we promise in the ad? And do we deliver on it with the landing page? What emotions or pain points do we trigger in the ad? And do we provide assurance or relief in the landing page? What questions do we ask in the ad? And do we answer them on the landing page? And finally, what design and imaging do we use in the ad? And do we pull it into the landing page? So there's some really important factors there to consider. Um, The last one was really about a consistency or cohesiveness in the look and feel of the ad versus the landing page. And often this is where I see uh, marketing tactics fall flat on their face where, you know, the ad has a specific look and feel to it, a specific tone and voice, and then you click through to the website and it's completely different. And the experience is kind of jarring and it's, it creates a disconnect to the user as to, hey, did I actually land on the right page? Is this really where I'm supposed to be? So, you know, I think these are things that we really need to think about when we're designing our ads, our messaging, and our final destination pages. They all need to be one cohesive strategy. And um, it's it's proven with the data that by doing this, you're going to increase your conversion rates, you're going to increase your uh, return visits, and you're going to increase your revenue by doing this. A focused post-click experience has proven to be the most effective. So rather than confusing visitors with multiple offers, pop-ups, distractions on the page, uh, the best thing to do is keep the experience simple and focused on one action. Part of conversion rate optimization 101 has always been to remove all distractions from the landing page. So we've been taught that, you know, navigation items, excessive calls to action, uh, pop-ups, internal page links, several product offerings, which can confuse and overwhelm These are too many things, too many choices for the visitor and really just end up causing them to leave without making a decision and without converting. And another thing which is super important on the post-click experience that we've all kind of gotten used to really is page load speed. And we know that's a big factor in the page experience. Um, As many of us obsess over the Google Core Web Vitals and page experience update. So that's another thing that we want to be cognizant of when we're designing our post-click experience. Then there's the topic of persuasive copy. So this is another element to the post-click experience that marketers can often overlook. 
So how many times have you found yourself spending a bunch of time and effort in making the ad copy persuasive, uh, you know, putting all of the effort into the elements of the ad copy and the creative that is going to be displayed to the prospective customer because you want to drive that click, right? Clicks are everything. Um, but then the effort is really not reciprocated on the post-click experience and that whole experience falls flat. I see this all the time. The ads are great. They really drive home the message. They definitely drive the clicks. And then when the user ends up on the landing page, it's a complete boo-boo, right? The copy on the landing page is generic. There's nothing compelling or persuasive about it. And, you know, if you think about it, when a prospective customer lands on your landing page, they're a stranger. They know nothing about you. Typically, they're a complete stranger. And it's your job at that point to turn them into a friend. And the only way you're going to do that is to be friendly, warm, engaging, and definitely have a cohesive kind of uh, messaging to the, 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 the reason that drove them to click the ad in the first place. Um, once you've turned them into a friend, then it will be much easier to turn them into a customer. So let's talk about some of the elements of persuasive, effective website copy. One of them, and really the most important one in my opinion, is the explanation of how your product or service solves the problems or pain points of the web visitor. And this needs to happen in the first second or two that they arrive on your landing page, and it needs to happen above the fold. So a very short and concise explanation of how your brand or company or service or product is solving the pain point of your customer. What is your reason for being, you know, your mission as a brand or company? Then on that page also needs to be some kind of social proof in the form of case studies, success stories, reviews or testimonials, industry expert recommendations, um, research studies, attractive offers, downloads, or reasons to believe. But again, um, it needs to be really concisely presented in a way that doesn't overwhelm the visitor, but really just gives them just a, a good solid reason to keep on going down the path, right, on the website. Now, if you're in e-commerce, you want to make sure that you're not sending your visitors directly to a generic product page because this is most likely going to lose the prospect. Uh, generic product pages typically are going to have too many distractions, won't be dedicated to a single offer or product, and it's going to be really hard to keep that visitor occupied on the page and engaged. So what you want to do in that case is use what we call pre-cart pages or pre-sell pages. Um, these types of pages are like a stepping stone from the click to the actual product page. So they're like an in-between page that smoothly transitions the user from the post-click experience to the conversion. And again, on these types of pre-sell pages or pre-cart pages, you want to put the top reasons why they should buy your product or service, have some social proof on there, um, and really a single call to action that takes them to the next step. In the post third-party cookie world that we're going to have to enter pretty soon, 
we are going to have to find more creative ways of driving performance in our campaigns. And one of these ways is going to be to increase personalization. How we can turn the dial in our favor and make sure that our campaigns are more effective is to focus on the post-click experience because that's within our direct control, right? We're not relying on cookies or identifiers or anything like that. It's purely within our control. It's on the landing page and we're able to make that experience as great as we want and as we can. So, you know, personalization is a word that's having somewhat of a a renaissance because we're realizing that customers are really fed up of being bombarded with advertising messages that are irrelevant and even worse, clicking on ads that may be relevant only to end up on a landing page that's confusing and doesn't solve the problem in the first place. So how do we solve this problem at scale? I think this is the main issue and dilemma that we have as marketers is sure, you know, we have all these great marketing messages that we're putting out in front of our target audiences. We're segmenting them by persona and by avatar. But, you know, how do we make sure that the post-click experience also is just as personalized as the pre-click experience? So the answer really lies in machine learning and automation. The way that we make our landing pages and post-click experiences tailored to match the experience that was created by the ad requires some kind of technology to help us to tailor this experience. So marketing automation systems have historically been able to do this for us. You can create custom landing pages from within these types of systems. These custom landing pages can have dynamic blocks in them that allow you to um, really determine which block someone will be served on the landing page, depending on where they are in the funnel, you know, what behaviors they've exhibited, which ad they've clicked on. And there are also uh, platforms out there that allow us to do this for landing page development, such as Unbounce, ClickFunnel, Lead Pages, Optimizely. And these can all help with the post-click experience to create dynamic pages that allow more of a automated system. There's also the option now to go with PCA tools, uh, post-click automation tools that are really more sophisticated than some of these other platforms that I mentioned. Um, What makes the PCA tools more sophisticated is the four components that they cater to in terms of creating personalized landing pages at scale. So they cover ad mapping, which is being able to map landing pages to specific ads and then the scalable creation of these landing pages. So again, automation and machine learning is part of the system when developing each of these landing pages, the personalization part of it, and then the optimization part of it, which includes things like heat maps and split testing. So if you're really looking for the next level type of technology to help you with your post-click automation, I would look at these types of tools that kick it up a notch in terms of being able to create these personalized landing page post-click experiences at scale. Um, An example would be a direct-to-consumer luxury bedding and home goods company called Ball & Branch. They used PCA to deliver personalized experiences for different audience segments And as a result, the company saw a 56% increase in conversion rates, as well as a reduced 
bounce rate and lower customer acquisition costs. So there are, you know, tried and tested examples of how this post-click experience can really supercharge your advertising efforts and um, allow your media budgets to go that much further. You're getting way more bang for your buck by making that post-click experience just as robust as the pre-click experience. Well, that's it for today, folks. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did like what you heard, please subscribe to catch more episodes, and I'd really appreciate it if you'd leave a review and share with your friends and colleagues. Visit my website at virashafiq.com, connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Clubhouse, or send me an email. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time.